is. Uh, and I hope we're listening and we're taking notes because these are things that we can do. We can encourage our, our members to do these kinds. Yes, you're not intruding, but right. Yes. Wonderful. That's another way, reaching out. Yes, sister. Excellent, excellent, yes. All of these are, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Amen, yes. And it's called donutting. <laughs> Drive-by donutting. That is neat. I like that, don't you? That is cute. And other ideas? All right. You see, we're mingling with people. We are reaching out to them. And, and, and they are seeing us as people who care. And that's what Jesus did, right? He cared. Uh, and Jesus' method is the only method that is going to give true success. We have to mingle with people. We have to, um, what are those four things? Mingle with people. We're going to desire their good. We're going to show our sympathy for them. We're going to minister to their needs. And we're going to win their confidence. You know, when a person has experienced a loss, whatever loss in, in their life, if you can go by and say, I, I'm praying for you, uh, or take something over, that reaches the heart. So there are individuals who look at the obituary list in the newspaper, and if there's an address, you do that? All right, well, tell us about that. That's beautiful. And that's a ministry in itself to, to, to check those obituary lists. Yes. Oh, she said that she checked the obituary list and she didn't know the person personally, but she knew of that person. She sent a card and she put a little information. Uh, well, I'm sure it was like a little track. And the, when she saw that person later, the person said, oh, I did remember receiving that card from you. And I really appreciate getting that. So it's a matter of reaching out. 
That is, don't you like that? That is, you know, people see that we care. And that's what friendship evangelism is all about, that we care. And, and, and this is what Jesus did. He showed that he was cared about people. Would you read this? Christ's example is the basis for an evangelistic outreach called what? Friendship evangelism, it begins with our personal strength in Christ and his strength in us. It begins with our having a deep and viable relationship with the living God. You see, when we have a good relationship with God and we are, as we were told yesterday and day before, that our, our, as a, the first characteristic of a good leader is that we must have what? A relationship with Christ, right? And then the second one, as we learned yesterday, again, we must have a what? A vision. Well, then we must have a, this deep relationship with Christ. Friendship evangelism means caring for people. The best evangelism takes place in a context of mutual trust and respect. It takes place between what? Who? Friends. And as Christians, how do we build bonds of friendship? This is how we do it. All right, number one. Would you read that one? As Christians, we need to care about the people we hope to reach. You know, once we think about it, God has placed upon our hearts people who we want to be saved in his kingdom. God has placed our children, <laughs> number one. Our children, number one. Other people, our, our siblings, our neighbors, our coworkers, God places these people on our hearts. And you know what? We need to care about those people. And we're going to show how we care about them in a minute. But then the next thing, as Christians, we need to do what? Accept the people we hope to reach. And they might not look like we look. They might not dress. They might not eat like we eat. They might not think like we think. But God has placed those individuals on our hearts, and we want to reach them. What's the third thing? As Christians, we need to do what? Love. love the people we hope to reach. As Christians, we need to do what? Establish what kind of relationship? Okay, we're going to get acquainted with our neighbors, but then we're going to carry it a step further. We're not just going to go over one time and carry the juice and say, uh, I, I understand that somebody has been sick around here, and I just brought you some nice freshly squeezed orange juice and forget it then we're going to have to follow up with that later uh, with the call you know I was thinking about you I hope that you're feeling better uh, you remember I'm your neighbor who came over the other day I, we're going to have to follow it up just one kind act won't get it we have to be consistent as we reach out to these individuals and meaningful relationships as Christians, we need to do what? Stay close to those people we wish to reach, which means we're going to keep following up. We're going to keep reaching out. 
And then as Christians, we need to do what? Help those people who we want to reach. The most effective evangelism comes when we really love and care about others. You practice friendship evangelism when you demonstrate your love for others. Show them, don't just tell them. I may ask myself, how do I do that? How do I reach out to others? There are many ways, and here are just a few ideas. Think about them. When you think about the people who God has placed on your heart, one thing that we need to do is to do what? Pray for them. Every time you think about them, when you wake up at night and you can't sleep, think about those people who you want to reach and start praying for them. Ask God to provide openings for you to show his love to them. This is a great way to, to begin your friendship evangelism. Number two, we're going to talk with them. And, and, and not only, you would, we learned in our communication seminars that listening is a vital part of, of good communication. So we're going to listen to them. We're going to be their friend. We're going to sh uh, show that we care. We're going to spend quality time with them. Go out of your way to do good things for them. Be the best friend they have ever had. Let God's love do what? Pour through you to them. Share God's truth with them. Keep in mind that we are God's ambassadors. I really like that word. We are ambassadors. We represent our Father, don't we? And whenever we, in whatever way, we can um, reach out to individuals, sharing God's love uh, with them, then uh, that, that's great. Show them the way to Christ. Show or share with them how you receive Christ as your Savior. Show them how they can do it also. Once they receive Christ, stay close to them like you would a newborn baby. Help them become grounded in God's word. And this is the work I see as vital to women's ministries. When we have evangelistic crusades, oftentimes members are brought into the church. And I understand that unless a person can make seven friends or seven connections, once they come in the church, they don't usually stay. Unless they can make at least five to seven connections, and we need to be those ambassadors going to them, right? Jesus didn't wait for people to come to him. He went to them. And that's what we're to do. We're to reach out to new members who come to our churches. We're to reach out to visitors who come to our churches. And a visitor should not come in our church who is not touched by five to seven people in that congregation before they leave. Friendship evangelism. And you know, I have been in situations where um, you go to a church, nobody comes to you to speak, you're a visitor, you come in, you sit down, you get up, you go out, and nobody says, hi, we're happy you're here. You must be, are you, are you, are you living in the area now, or just what? No, say nothing. But uh, that shouldn't exist in God's house. That should not exist, yes. Use your teaching voice now. Your outside, your outside voice. 
Wonderful. Yes. Women's ministries. Did you hear what she said? The women's ministries in her church was intentional about sitting with visitors. One person would go and sit, introduce herself, and then at the end of the service, introduce the guest to somebody else in the church. And, and this is a warm way of, of, of welcoming. And, and in, invite them to lunch afterwards. This is wonderful. So let's be intentional about that. That is a vital part of friendship evangelism. Um, once people, you've made friends and they've accepted um, the teachings, you know, and, and friendships don't develop overnight. And people don't make decisions for Christ overnight. So it's a, you're committing to a relationship. And that relationship um, has to be sustained. And we have to let those new believers know that there's an enemy out there and that, that he's going to do everything that he can. But we're going to pray for them day and night, and we'll never give up on them. An important ingredient of friendship evangelism is what? Respect. Respect. Okay. We may have opportunities to make friends with a person whose culture or religious background differs from our own. It is vital to respect that culture and the religion of another person. We need to look up and, and try to understand. I need to research the um, faith of, of, a, of another person so that I won't say something or do something that is offensive or that shows disrespect to them. So let's be sure that we're, uh, we're conscious of that. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians uh, that we are to be all things to all men. And here's some helpful tips. Take time to research the person's culture. Be careful not to offend by the way you dress, act, speak, or whatever. Uh, find out what common grounds that exist between the two of you. Be humble. Be willing to learn from them as well as to teach them what you know. Find common ground between you and your new friend. Do you both like certain things? If so, then you want to really uh, talk about that. Would you read this statement with me? Being a friend is something we do it. I don't read that one again. Being a friend is something we can all do. Read on. Friendship evangelism is something we can all do. Read the next line. You and I can make a difference in many lives during our lifetime. If every believer would be a friend to someone and gently lead them to a friendship with Jesus Christ, what a world we would see. Yes, I see two hands. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then go to the next one. Oh, just that one. Okay, we're done with that one. Okay, here we go. This one, did we need this one? And this statement. Go back to the very first one. 
Okay. Now, in, uh, with your handouts, you hopefully will remember everything that you just learned. But let me share with you a couple of things. One thing that uh, women's ministries promote is um, a reclamation program. There are a lot of sisters who no longer attend church. And one thing that the North American Division is encouraging us to do is to establish a uh, I am, am, am I my sister's keeper ministry in our church where we get the names of all of the women who once attended our church and then we will have a committee of ladies in our church who are caring who fit the categories that we just talked about up here uh, who are not judgmental who are accepting of people uh, that group of ladies serve as a committee they will get the names of one person and reach out and try to befriend them not say I, why have you not been at church we've missed you uh, but just to connect with that person and say you know I was just thinking about you and I thought I'd give you a call or it's it and, and this whole program is outlined for us but it is the reclamation and it is the R in our dream. Remember, we talked about dream. And yesterday, a beautiful lady gave me this little ring, and on that it says dream. You remember? Discipleship, reclamation, evangelism, mentoring, and servant leadership. I, don't you think that's cute? Do you think I might be censured with wearing jewelry? <laughs> but anyway. Uh, this is a, a reclamation program, working to reclaim those sisters who have taken a vacation from church. Yes, sister? Right. A true friendship. Right, absolutely. This is friendship. Amen. Well, this is friendship evangelism. We are befriending our sisters. And, and it's not that, and, and eventually after you've made contact with them, and you might want to go to a concert or, or some program that's not at the church. You know, you're inviting them out to lunch or whatever. But then church is not the, the focus of this. We're establishing friends for Jesus. And we are making friends. So this is one of those, and you will also find that um, this, um, it, Sandra, you can give, everybody can have some of these. Um, you will find that there are 60 great ideas. How many of you have seen this? How many of you have this? Oh, will you ask uh, Cindy about it? And she'll be happy to get it for you. This is called 60 Great Ideas for Women's Ministries in the Local Church. And there are wonderful ideas. Tells you what the ministry is, uh, the purpose, and how to start it, and, and how to continue it. So this is excellent. It has many, many ideas here that we can use to, to, to make friends. 
um, the reclamation program, befriending and nurturing new members. We could write a note of encouragement to somebody. We could prepare a little gift basket for mothers who have just come from home, come home from the hospital with a new baby. We can start a grief support group. We can hold self-defense classes. There's so many things that we can do that are not Bible study. We uh, can eventually get to Bible study, but the first thing is to make friends. Friendship evangelism. And uh, my prayer is that as women's ministries, uh, as women in the church, all of us, that we are intentional about representing our Father and being an extension of who Jesus is to everybody who we come in contact with. My prayer is that we'll be so filled with the Holy Spirit that when they see us, they'll see a reflection of Jesus Christ. And that's our challenge. Let's pray. Father God, what a privilege it is to be your daughters. Thank you for what you have done for us this week. I thank you for every person who has been here. Thank you for everyone who has accepted the responsibility to be an extension of who you are. I pray that you will bless every ministry, bless every church. I pray for the leaders of the churches that they might understand that when there is a strong women's ministries in the local church, there is a new life, there is a new energy, there is a new excitement, and there are women, men, boys, and girls who will be saved in the kingdom because of the ministry. Thank you for this privilege. And Father, I pray your blessings upon everyone who has sat during these seminars. And I pray that we might use them effectively as we return to our churches. And grant that we will share what we've learned, that others might grow and be more efficient and effective as extensions of who you are. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, thank you. And we want to say thank you to uh, Cindy's uh, husband, Pastor Rick, who has been with us today. He, is, is, he and his wife serve as a team, and we just thank them for, for being such wonderful hosts and hostesses for us uh, during this week. I yes, ma'am. Tanja will do it. If, oh, these booklets also that Tanja was just passing out, that domestic violence book. And you.